0: The number one podcast for black millennials, baby. You, you, you got it locked into the Culture Caviar Podcast. Let's get it. Let's get it. What's up, kings and queens? It's your girl, Brianna, and we're back with another episode of Queenism. And today's episode, I just want to start with a lot of gratitude. Very, very thankful that God woke us up, opened our eyes, got breath in our lungs, and we got 10 fingers, 10 toes, and we can walk, and everything else that comes apart of being alive. And I hope that everybody out there listening is doing well, well enough to keep going and just be grateful for the life that we have. Um, You know, we're big on mental health in the Culture Caviar podcast, so if you're not doing too great, send a DM. You know, we can talk about it. Just know that somebody wants to hear what's going on. Also, today's episode, we are talking about basically the Black female experience and touching on being, quote unquote, the angry black woman. Now we all know what this stereotype is. Where the hell it came from? We don't know. It was probably some nigga from back in the sixties named Leroy who got pissed off at some woman called this an angry black woman and it took storm. Now, like I said, I don't really know why we're pretty much the only race of women that gets scrutinized when we're passionate or upset about something, especially a very validated emotion of anger. When guys get upset, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, they punch a wall, oh, that's just a man. He's just getting out of his anger. But when we're upset, you know, we can cry, we can just do any Oh, she's an angry black woman, she's just upset, she's mad about something. You know, they're always mad at the world about anything. Why can't our feelings be validated as well? Any other woman of race, or excuse me, any other woman, white woman, Asian, Hispanic, anybody, their feelings are validated. But black women, we've gone through so much shit in the centuries that we've been here. Anything, anything that we feel the slightest elevation in our emotions, she angry. Yeah, I'm, I'm angry. And I'm not always angry. You're not always angry, punching walls. Like, you know, if I want to slash a tire or two, that's my business. <laughs> that's definitely my business. But it's just something that I was speaking to one of my friends about. And she said that she was having a conversation with one of her cohorts in the graduate program that she was in. And her friend was like, oh, why are you so angry? Why are you upset? And this woman, she's not black. She is Middle Eastern. So, of course, she doesn't understand the jab that that definitely is towards my friend being a black woman. And she repeated it. She's like, you're being rude. You're being angry. You're being hostile. And I'm just like, what the fuck is her problem? And naturally, she doesn't understand, like I said, how much that can hurt. But... We don't give each other, especially as women, as a human race, we don't give each other enough courtesy. We don't give each other enough grace when it comes to certain things. We're not hearing to be understanding, but we're hearing to be right. We're hearing to be proving our argument. And I just want to just come down to earth about that, that we have to be a bit nicer to each other, you know, just be a bit more empathetic. Um, it, it goes into being a black woman in America, especially because with so many things going on in this world, cultural appropriation. We can't, you know, wear our braids out anymore. We can't have our long nails without somebody calling it stupid or calling it ugly. But doing it and flipping it and calling it better than their culture. We can't even protect and love on our black men, our black sons, because we're afraid of when they leave out of the house. Somebody's going to do something to them or they're going to get arrested, falsely accused for something. So when we're upset about something, especially pertaining in this day and age, I think that we need to be more understanding. And this goes to our kings as well. I can't attest to being a black man, but my experience as a black woman, it's hard as shit. It is so hard, especially being... You know southern black woman you know i don't have like the most southern accent so being told "Oh, you grew up white oh your, your hair is long your hair's wavy," you're mixed coming from black people coming from black people and a lot of times black men trying to understand what are you who are you where did you come from and i'm just trying to get you to understand that i'm me i'm trying to do a better job of it as well i can be very much the type of person that wants to fix a situation instead of just listening and I need to be more of an understanding, empathetic person, but like I said, I recognize my issues and I want to do better, but we also have to hold each other accountable and being better as a group of people. And also it's very difficult being yourself at work. Of course, we have our times when we have to code switch. And of course, you know, those who don't know what it means, code switching is when you're not talking the same way that you talk outside of your job as you would in the company that you work with. We all know as Black people, that's what it is. But for those who don't know what it is, there you go. But it's also very hard trying to be comfortable with yourself in the workplace, especially if you're sometimes one of the only Black people. I know for myself, sometimes I have to, in jobs that I've worked with or worked in, I had to kind of like stifle my personality in the beginning because I'm not abrasive, I'm not loud, but when you're around people that aren't used to Black women or Black people in general, you know, they're getting comfortable with you. And unfortunately, that's how it is. You know, you see me coming in every couple of months, sometimes every couple of weeks, different hairstyles. Oh my gosh, what did you do? Like, how long did that take you? But how is this new? And I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm allowing you to learn. Learn about me, learn about my culture, and that's perfectly fine. But when there is a topic or something that people are talking about, and they look to me to see if I'm getting upset, I have to be very cognizant and aware of my emotions. I am one of many people that you can read it on my face. It's very, very obvious because I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like moving my head and everything. You can read it on my face. But with my job, I just can't be that emotional person. Now, I have a very good work home environment and they know me well enough to be like, oh, she's about to go off. She's about to be upset but i can't do that with every job and it's sometimes with my coworkers, they have more leverage and they're more comfortable talking about more things of race and hot topics in the world but when it comes with me i'm just like i kind of have to like fill it out I have to <laughs> like gauge the room to see like all right i can i can talk about this but don't get too lit don't get too aggressive because they're gonna they're gonna stereotype you as that angry black woman. And a lot of times I don't really give a damn about stereotypes because I'm just gonna live in my truth. But if I'm working here for a long of time and I actually like these people, I don't want them to see me in that light. And maybe I'm kind of like selling myself short, but like how we do a lot of things, we're just trying to you know make it out here. I also feel the independent black woman stigma came from the angry black woman I feel like they're like different branches on the same tree it's like it can be a negative connotation nowadays you kind of flip that independent black woman but it's kind of still stemmed in "Eh, you're still a little aggressive you still you think you don't need a man or when you have a man you want to act like the man in the relationship and I've heard this from different men and those men they may very well be insecure and don't meet those type of women in their life and That's their issue, because we don't give a damn over here. If you can't handle a strong and passionate woman of any kind of color, that's your own problem. One thing that I'm really proud of, especially within the culture of the Black African-American community, uh, women's voices were very much stifled in history, but we changed it and we flipped it. We have representatives. We have now a biracial Black African-American vice president. My personal favorite way that we use our voice is poetry. I'm very, very big into poetry. Of course, Maya Angelou, Nikki Gimani, Alice Walker, just to name a few of my favorites, they turn the voice that was stifled or silenced into representation of the black voice the black female voice especially in a lot of your work and even in today's society we have a lot even not even just entertainers but just to name a few of my favorites you know you have your singers your rappers your people in production that Issa for instance Lena away shonda rhimes shout out to shonda rhimes because i just got very hip to how to get away with murder love her But those are just a few of my favorites because I'm big in entertainment, film, and television. But it's so many other women out here doing nonprofits, doing organizations, and being a part of things to get our voices heard and get our voices out there and to explain the experience of a Black woman or African-American person in general. So in a nutshell, we're breaking down that angry Black woman stereotype because it is protect the Black woman protect all women but we're talking about the black woman so that is pretty much all i have for today's episode of queenism like y'all know go to the pages if you have anything that y'all want to talk about or hear on the queenism segments i hope y'all have an awesome day and until the next episode of queenism kings and queens stay blessed black and highly favored if you know the breakfast club you know where i got it from appreciate it thank you for listening to the culture caviar podcast be sure to check us out on ig at culture caviar podcast and twitter at culture underscore caviar be sure to subscribe and leave us a five star review we'll see you here next time